we're going to talk about women and their roles in the first century AD, there are really two things we need to talk about, women and their roles in the family and women and their roles in the ministry. We're going to talk about women and their roles in the family in the world of Jesus and Paul first. First thing you need to know about the context is all of these cultures that the New Testament talks about were patriarchal cultures. That is, they were male-dominated cultures. So the structures of society, the structure of marriage, the structure of property, everything was geared towards a male-centered kind of world. So when you're looking at the New Testament and what it says about uh, women and their roles in the family, what you need to look for is not primarily affirmations that women were part of a man's world only in a secondary set of roles. What you need to look for is trajectories of change and difference. Let's take an example. When we're talking about Jesus, for example, he holds up two models for his disciples as viable models to follow when it comes to marriage and family. On the one hand, he says, celibacy and singleness. He calls this being a eunuch for the sake of the kingdom. On the other hand, he says, fidelity in marriage with no divorce. Permanent marriage or being single for the sake of the kingdom. Those are the two options. Now, what's not surprising about that is that Jesus had a definite opinion on this. It was a very important topic in early Judaism. What is surprising about that is his exaltation of the viability of being a single person for the sake of the kingdom. And that's something pretty new, really, because most early Jews thought that that commandment back there in the Old Testament, be fruitful and multiply, it was a commandment on every able-bodied Jew, male and female. Now, what that meant, if that was a commandment, was that women's roles were pretty much circumscribed to being mothers, to being wives, to working in the home or working in an agrarian setting that's connected to the home, but certainly not to have prominent religious roles. Women in early Judaism could be priests. We don't see them as rabbis. We don't see them as uh, teachers in various settings. Uh, they are pretty much confined to what we would call domestic roles. Enter Jesus. What Luke 8, 1 through 3 tells us about Jesus is simply this, that Jesus had traveling female disciples like Mary Magdalene, Joanna, the wife of Chusa, and Susanna, as well as male disciples. So what's new is not male disciples. What's new is female disciples. So far as I can tell, before Jesus, there is no evidence of women as disciples up to that point. And what is the effect of Jesus' teaching on marriage and divorce and singleness? The effect is this, twofold. Number one, it gives women far more security in their marriages because men can't just divorce them for various excuses or supposed causes. And secondly, the second thing is, is it allows women to remain single for the sake of the kingdom, like a Mary Magdalene. This is important because it means that roles outside of the home are clearly opened up to such women who are not simply a wife, not simply a daughter, not simply a mother, but something other or even more than that. You have to look at what is new in the teaching of Jesus in regard to these things. Well, what about when we get to Paul? What about the household codes where we hear a lot about um, submission and we hear about the husband and his headship and those kinds of things? 
Even there, you need to look at Colossians 3 and 4 and Ephesians 5 and 6 in light of the larger Pauline corpus and in light of the historical context. And when you do that, what you see is Paul dealing de facto with the existing patriarchal family and household structure and injecting into it the yeast of the gospel so that women are now allowed to have a variety of roles do a variety of different things, not simply be mothers or wives again. So what's shocking and surprising in those household codes is not that there are places where Paul says, wives, submit to your husbands Christ, uh, as Christ uh, was a servant of the church. Now what's surprising about that is that he goes on to say, let's all submit to one another out of reverence for Christ. This idea of mutual submission is a novel thing, a new thing. And so what you need to look for when you're looking at the teaching about women and their roles in the family uh, is the new things that Jesus or Paul offered uh, in, their, in their teaching. And when you read the book of Acts, you can see the effect of the teaching in Jesus and Paul. You find women who are prophetesses. You find women who act like deaconesses. You have a woman in Romans 16, Phoebe, who's called a deacon. You have women who are teachers like Priscilla. So what you see is the opening up of a variety of roles for women within the household structure and also in the church as well. One last thing about women and their roles in the family. Jesus made clear there were these two options. What would happen if a husband died? Well, Paul says in 1 Corinthians 7, a woman is not obligated to remarry. She can remain single for the sake of Christ, or if she's going to remarry, she should remarry in the Lord, in the Lord. And Paul says, you know, some people have the grace gift, the charisma to remain single. Some have the grace gift to be married in the Lord. But either way, it should be done to the glory of God and for the good of the body of Christ. That's a very interesting teaching. One more thing that's really radical about Paul's teaching in 1 Corinthians 7. Paul says, the body of the husband belongs to the wife, just as the body of the wife belongs to the husband. Now what he's doing is balancing the scales and eliminating the sexual double standard. Because in the Greco-Roman world, women didn't need to, uh, men didn't need to be limited to just their spouse in the way they sexually express themselves. Paul's having none of that. He says, the woman has the right to say to the husband, this is what you can and can't do with your body. So what you see is Paul interacting with the existing structure of society and introducing the leaven of the gospel into the roles of women in the family.